Hello, 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 wherever you are. Thank you for joining us on this wonderful edition of the prayer experience. I hope the weather is much better where you are because here in the northwest of England, it's been pouring, it's been raining, but we thank God for the rain. Thank God for what he's doing. And uh, I, I pray that God will help us this short time that we've got to have a blessed time of prayer. Okay, please share this video and click the share button if you're on YouTube, you're on Facebook, you're on Twitch, click the share button. You can also share the link on Twitter and other social media platform and let people know it is time to pray. The more people come on to pray with us, the much uh, uh, the algorithm of these social media platforms work and they spread the news on our behalf that something is happening on the Daily Talks media channel. Okay, please subscribe, especially to our YouTube channel. We are grateful to God. The number of subscriptions is, is rising, but we want to see it rise a bit more. We want to hit that magic number. Okay, you help us by subscribing. Also, real-time live right now. Leave a comment on whichever platform you are. Leave a comment. Leave a message leave a prayer request, leave a praise report as well. Let's know what the Lord is doing in your life, in and through the prayer experience. We have the prayer experience hotline. It's there. Please do take advantage of it. You're not alone. There's somebody who is there at the end of the line who wants to pray with you. So whenever you feel I, need, I could do with somebody praying with me, call that number and somebody will pray with you. Thank you. For those of you who have done that already okay what an amazing weekend we had on saturday in Bradfield in burnley what a blessed time we had to go with uh sir nigel and uh, paul royals and louisa as well many special thanks to louisa who on her birthday decided the best thing to do is hang out with a couple of prayer warriors and intercessors. And you know what Louisa said yesterday? She said, I had the best time ever. And wow, what a great, great heart. A heart of an intercessor and a prayer warrior. Also want to say thank you to Pastor Phil Colin Ingram, the pastor of the Lighthouse Christian Center in Brayfield, for hosting us, accepting us, and giving us a platform from which we went out into the city to pray. And we're gonna go back to Burnley. I had a call from somebody uh, who lives very close to, to uh, Pastor Phil's church. She, she said, it's three minutes away from where I live. And I said, we're gonna come over to your area. The next time we'll be praying all over Lancashire. I just wanna say thank you for your support and your encouragement. As we take the prayer experience to different towns and cities, our focus is the Northwest, Lancashire and the Northwest of England. So if you want to host us, uh, speak to your pastor and get in touch with us. We'll be happy to come to your church and we'll be happy to pray in the city center of wherever you live. So I leave that there. And on that note, we go into Thanksgiving. I want to say thank you, Lord, for who you are in our life. Look at that scripture in Daniel 6 verse 27. He rescues and saves his people. He performs miraculous signs and wonders in the heaven and on earth. 
He has rescued Daniel from the power of the lions. That's the, how would I call it? The CV of our God. That's what he does. He does miracles. He does wonders in heaven and on earth. And he is the one, no other person, he is the one who rescued Daniel from the mouth of the lions. You know what? He's the one who has blessed you. He's the one who has given you life. He's the one who has given you peace. He's the one who is sorting your life out. He's the one who is always with you night and day. And that's the reason I'm saying, let's give thanks to this one and only God. No other person can take his place in our lives. No other person, no other person. You see, the only person you will ever need more than any other person else is God. And if you've got God, you've got everything. Let's thank him for who he is to us right now. Wherever you are, in your living room, in your kitchen, indoor, outdoor, it's Thanksgiving season. Father, we want to thank you. We want to thank you for your blessing. We want to thank you for your grace. We want to thank you for the things that you are doing in our lives. Thank you for the gift of life. Thank you for health and well-being. Thank you that even when we're unwell, we have a God who heals. When we need money, we have a God who provides. When we lack peace, we have a God we can go to. We may have the same challenges that everybody has in the world, but we know where to go to. We have someone we can call upon. His name is the Lord God Almighty. Thank you, Lord, for what you're doing and continue to do in our lives in Jesus' name. Amen. The inspired word, let's go quickly into the inspired word. And the scripture that I want uh, to share with us today is from John chapter 4 and verse 48. Jesus asked, will you never believe in me unless you see miraculous signs and wonders? Will you never believe in me except you see miraculous signs and wonders? That was a question Jesus asked the people in his days. And that's the same question he's asking the people in today's world. The evidence on ground is that most people won't believe in God except they see a sign, except they see a miracle, except there's something significant that happens in their lives. Not everybody, but most people. And you see, an effective tool for evangelism is the power of God that produces signs, that produces wonders, that does miracles in the lives of people. Let's look at this other scripture. In Acts chapter 2 and verse 22, 2, 2, 2, it says, People of Israel, listen, God publicly endorsed Jesus, the Nazarene, by doing powerful miracles, wonders, and signs through him, as you well know. One of the ways in which God endorsed or put his signature on Jesus Christ, one of the things that stood out in the ministry of Jesus Christ is many of us, you can name it, you can begin to name the miracles. Some of us will talk about turning water into wine, which is for some people the most and the best, uh, the most favorite and the best miracle of all time. He turned water into wine. You know, uh, some, for some other people, it's the woman with the issue of blood. Some, for some other people, it's blind by Timaeus. But you can see through the Gospels, Jesus went everywhere. He was healing the sick. He was casting out devils. He did miracles. He even fed 5,000 on more than one occasion. Jesus did extraordinary things 
okay, among the people. And the Bible says this beginning of miracles, the Jesus in Cana of Galilee and the people believed on him. That's in John chapter two, verse 11. You see, miracles will touch the hearts of people. Miracles will turn people to God. Miracle will remind people that there's something beyond the natural. Signs and wonders will point people that, look, it's not all about what you can see, feel, and touch. There's something beyond out there that is greater than mankind. And you see, God will use miracles. Even in the Acts of the Apostles, look at the Acts of the Apostles. God did so much in and through the, the apostles that the shadow of Peter was healing the sick. And because of his shadow, they put him in jail. The religious people knew they were handicapped. They knew they couldn't produce the miracles that they, the disciples produced. And so they began to uh, persecute them and threaten them and fight against them. They, 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 they couldn't stand this, this bunch of ignorant people, but they were turning the city upside down with the same mighty works that Jesus produced. Remember Jesus said that the works that I do, you shall do. He says, greater works than these shall ye do because I go to my Father. And I want to challenge us today as intercessors. Can we pray that God in and through the church, in and through our lives, will release the power for evangelism, which is signs, wonders, and miracles, that our message will not just be in fanciful words, that our message will be endorsed by God with signs and wonders. We want people to share testimonies. When we go to preach to them, when we, whether on the streets, in our homes, not just in the church, remember, most of the miracles in Acts of the Apostles were not, were not done in the temple or in the gathering. They were done on the streets. They were done in people's homes. And we want to see that happen in our day and in our age. I want to see that happen. That's my heart. That's my passion for this time, that God will release the tool, the biggest and greatest tool for evangelism, which is the power of God that shatters the powers of darkness and drives away you know, the Bible talked about in Acts chapter 8 when Philip went down to Samaria. The Bible says the people believed in the Lord Jesus Christ, hearing and seeing the miracles which Philip did. When they saw those miracles, they believed. And the Bible says the whole city was filled with joy because the whole city came over to the Lord. Wouldn't it be great that we come into a city and we begin to do things that people say, wow, only God can do this. Wouldn't it be great to see those days come back again when whole cities, whole villages turn up at the door of the revival center and they say something is happening and we need to go there. Wouldn't it be great if the church becomes more exciting than the pub and the, and the clubhouses and the poker joints and all of those places? Wouldn't it be great that the gospel of Jesus can again hold men and women spellbound in our time and in our day and in our season? It comes by prayer. Don't despair. Don't be discouraged. The more we pray, the more we will see these things happen. Join me wherever you are and let's pray together. Let's have a moment of reflection and let's pray together. Heavenly Father, we just desire, we want to see you do awesome and mighty things again. We want to see you do miracles again in the lives of men and women. For those who say we are agnostics, for those who say we are, we don't believe in God, we don't believe there's any God, 
we are into Scientology and all the things that people say they believe in. Will you do miracles like you did in the land of Egypt? Will you show your hand and your mighty power like you did back then in those days? Even in our land here in the United Kingdom, we've heard of amazing stories of people who lived for you, men and women of God who did outstanding things in the days of the great revival. Lord, we want to see those things happen again. Will you stir our hearts if we need to pray our way into it, if we need to fast our way into it in, in fasting, if we need to push our way in the spirit by faith, whatever it takes, oh God, will you stir our heart? Will you bring us to the place where we can lift up our eyes and see the harvest that is ripe and go into the harvest field and bring the harvest home? Thank you, Lord. We just want to see more people turn to Jesus. We want to see more people come to the Lord. We want to see more people want to God. If it takes signs, Lord, release it. If it takes miracles, Lord, release it. If it, Whatever it takes, Lord, will you do it? And you can use anybody. If you can, if you can use ordinary men, if you can use people who are unlearned, Acts chapter 4 verse 13 said when they saw Peter and John, they perceived they were unlearned and ignorant men. But one thing they know was that they had been with Jesus. Will you help us to spend more time with you, Lord, so that that power can rub off on us, so that your hand can rub off on us, your glory can rub off on us. And when we go out, we step out in your name, we step out in your glory, we step out in your power. In Jesus' mighty name, amen, amen. You know, I can pray that prayer all day, but we got to move on. And I want to specifically pray for the church. It's the same thing we're praying, that God will pour out his spirit. Look at this promise in Joel, uh, in Acts chapter 2, verse 16 to 17. Peter was recollecting that same prophecy that Joel chapter 2, verse 2 stated. And he says in the Amplified Version, but this is. In other words, Peter was saying what you're seeing on the day of Pentecost it's not the end. It's just the beginning. It's just the starter. Like you go into the restaurant and you have a starter. You have an appetizer. He said, that's just the beginning of what was spoken through prophet Joel. And it shall be in the last day, says God, I will pour out my spirit upon all mankind. Your sons and your daughters shall prophesy. Your young men shall see divinely prompted visions. And your old men shall dream divinely prompted dreams. And, you know, this is what we want to see in our time, in our day, in this season. Yesterday, I had the privilege of preaching at the Lighthouse Church in Manchester. If you want to Google it, check, check for it on Facebook and on YouTube. I've got the message there. You, you need to listen to that. God began to lead us to talk about how he wants to raise up young men and young women. Look at that prophecy. It says, your sons and daughters shall prophesy. He'll pour the spirit upon everyone who make themselves available. Men, women, old, young. God wants to use them. Even children. My eight year, my seven year old, old boy, old son, he's saying some things that we're looking at him and say, where are you getting that from? Where are you getting that from? That can only be God. God wants to use anyone, whether you're a child, whether you're an adult, whether you're a man or a woman. I want us to pray for the church. Pray for the church of Jesus Christ right now. And so God, pour out your spirit upon us as it was promised. Peter said it wasn't the end. Peter said it was the beginning. If it's the beginning and we're in the last days, we want to see all of that. 
the early rain and the latter rain in the same month, Lord. Pour it upon the church in Syria. Pour it upon the church in Israel. Pour it upon the church in, pa uh, in Palestine, in Pakistan, in Pakistan, in India, in Iraq, all over the world, wherever the church of Jesus is. Uh, and the church of Jesus is everywhere. New Zealand, Australia, America, Canada, United Kingdom. Pour out your spirit, oh God. Break down our barriers. All of those religious things we do break it down oh god tradition and customs that stop you from moving among us lord break it down oh god break down lord all of those things that hinder you from doing what you want to do in our lives break it down and pour out your spirit upon us lord pour out that grace take the church away from the place of customs and tradition Take us to the place of real power where people come into our midst and they can sense and know that the power of God is at work in the midst of us. Lord, we want to see it as it was in the days of Pentecost, in the days of the apostle, in the days of Paul, in the days of Peter, in those days, Lord. We want to see you move in our midst, Father. Break down those barriers. Break down those cultural differences. Break down those things that we put on as our sunglasses that hinder you from doing what you want to do in our lives. Father, we thank you. We bless your name in Jesus' name. Amen. You know, the Azusa Street outpouring, it, it happened in a local band, not even in the church, in a local band. And the fire engine turned out and says, we, we saw a flame. We saw fire. We saw smoke here. We said, well, and they said, well, it's, it's not fire as you think it is. This is the Holy Ghost. Lord, bring back those days again. Bring them back in Jesus' name. Can we pray for the nations? Let's pray for the nations. I want us to pray for the nations that they will repent. You see, all of these things we're praying is for one, one purpose, that people will turn to Jesus. Miracles in itself is not enough. Miracles must bring people to Jesus. Signs and wonders and the move of the Spirit and everything we do as a church, we must be missional, is to bring people to Jesus. Look at Acts chapter 3, verse 19. It says, now repent of your sins and turn to God. That was on the day of Pentecost. After all of those things, and then, you know, in Acts chapter 3, the healing of the man, and all of those things were happening. Uh, Peter said, excuse me, people, this is the time for you to repent. Stop, stop all this religiousness. Stop all of these things you're doing. Repent of your sins, turn to God, so that your sins may be wiped away. Come and pray with me right now and pray that people in our nations will begin to turn to the Lord. Father, we ask of you in the name of Jesus. Touch, convict people. You said when the Holy Ghost is come, he will convict the world of sin and of righteousness and of judgment. That's what we want, oh God, that people's heart will be touched. On the day of Pentecost, their hearts were caught and they said, men and brethren, what shall we do? What shall we do? That Lord, we're using too much of our energy, too much of our human strength to try and get one sinner saved. We need the power of your spirit to just touch the hearts of people, convict them, so that we will see, like on the day of Pentecost, thousands come to the Lord, hundreds come to the Lord, people in our homes, people in our families, our spouses, our husbands, and our wives, and our children, and our children's children. Lord, will turn to the Lord. We will see a massive turning 
to the Lord, like it was in Samaria, when the whole city turned to the Lord. Lord, let it happen. Whole families, whole homes, Lord, working places, people will begin to turn to the Lord. John Wesley came into a particular machinery house where people, workers were working in those days in the cotton factory. And as he stepped into that place, people began to stop everything they were doing. People began to respond to the Lord. We want to see that happen, oh God, that through our presence in our workplaces, in our, in our community, in different places, people will turn to Jesus. Let that begin to happen, Lord, in Jesus' mighty name. Amen and amen. I've got two quick prayer points I want us to pray before we go. It's still the same thing, that light will shine into the Middle East. And I want us to pray for Iran. You know, we all know what's going on in there. But I want us to pray for Iran, Iraq, Afghanistan, all of those nations in the Middle East. Let the light of God shine into those places. In 2 Corinthians chapter 4, verse 4, it says, In their case, the God of this world has blinded the minds of the unbelievers to keep them from seeing the light of the gospel of the glory of Christ, who is the image of God, as many as are in those nations. One of the things I'm thankful for is that the underground church in Iran is growing speedily in spite of the persecution, in spite of all that is happening. It's growing. The largest underground church in the world is in Iran. Then it's in China. Then you talk about places like North Korea and other places where the gospel has been hindered. But we want to pray that as many as don't know the Lord in these nations, the light of Jesus will shine, will shine, will shine, shine into their hearts, Lord. Shine upon their hearts. Father, we pray in the name of Jesus. Remove the veil of religion. Remove that veil of religion from of their heart and of their mind, oh God. You know, Father, we pray that you will break through all of that. You can do it. You know how to do it. You arrested Apostle Paul when he was Saul. You arrested him when he was harassing the church. You arrested him on the way to Damascus and you turned his life around. We pray in Jesus' name, Lord, that you begin to arrest key people in the Middle East and begin to turn them over to you and turn them into evangelists, turn them into apostles, turn them into spokesmen and spokeswomen for you in Jesus' mighty name. We pray, amen, amen. You know, we don't have enough time praying over these things, but you can take time out on your own. Take these prayer points and spend time, spend time later today praying to them, and let's see God move. We'll finish with healing prayers. If you are listening, if you're watching, if you're on podcast or your video live and you're unwell in your body, there are other people, not just myself, the prayer experience community, and lots of us who are agreeing right now for the healing power of God to move. In Matthew 14, 35 to 36, it says, and when the men of that place recognized Jesus. They sent word to all the surrounding country. Oh God, let it happen. They sent word all over Lancashire, all over Yorkshire, all over all over the place. And what's the next verse? Next line of that verse. Say people were thronging Jesus. He said people brought all their sick to him and begged him to let the sick just touch the edge of his cloak. And all who touched it were healed. And that same Jesus is with you right now in your room. Wherever you are, he's the same yesterday, today, and forevermore. Reach out in faith and touch him right now. And say, Jesus, heal me, touch me, heal me. If you're standing in the gap for somebody else, why wouldn't you pray and say, Jesus, on their behalf, in faith, I touch you right now. 
We bind every spirit of illness. We bind every spirit of, of sickness and disease. There are some of our team members in the team and in the community who are unwell. Lord, we pray that you will restore their health in the mighty name of Jesus. We bind the spirit of infirmity. We take authority over you in the name of Jesus. Thank you, Lord, because your word says you took our infirmities and bore our sicknesses. By your stripes, we were healed. Come on, let's thank the Lord for hearing our prayers. Lord, we thank you for healing and health for your people today. Thank you because you said you will bring to it healing and you will bring abundance of peace. That's your promise. We believe we receive in Jesus' name. Well, my time just ran out, but I want to thank you for praying along with us. If you're not yet signed up to the Prayer Experience community, look for that page on Facebook and join this growing community. Let's put together a really, really good group of intercessors. Let's bring the kingdom of God down upon planet Earth in Jesus' name. Subscribe to the free audio podcast. Search for it on iOS and on Android. Just search Daily Talks Media, and there you are. You can pray as much as you want. Get your headphone, put it on, and just pray in the spirit. You can never go wrong with prayer. Wow, a big one. On Friday night, we've got our Midnight Prayer Express, 11.30 p.m. Will you join us? We'll say more about it as the week goes on to remind you. But put it in your diary, put it in your calendar. Friday night, 11.30 UK time in the in the night. We're going to pray through the midnight. Um, it, I mean, we're not praying all night. We're praying through the midnight hour to 12.30. And uh, we will see amazing things happen. But we'll be back tomorrow at 1 p.m. It's a Tuesday. God bless you. Thank you. Bye-bye.